back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. Today is Friday, January the 13th, and we've got a bit of news today. Exciting articles to start out with. But before we get started, make sure to check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines and on Instagram and TikTok at Headlight Headlines. Missed yesterday. I was going to get one up, and then my voice was just like, nope, you're not going to be able to talk. So, I didn't. But we're back today. Got a bunch of stories to cover. And we're starting it off here with the most interesting one. One that I had kind of forgotten about was even going to happen last night. But Nissan debuted the new 2024 GTR. And it's still the same. <laughs> um, I love the GTR. I always have. And I used to love the R35 so much. But it's it's time is it's up. It's been around since, what, 2009? And this is the second facelift they've done. They did one in 2017, and then they have this one. And it's still just the same. But we're going to look at it, see what they say about it. Because I personally did not look at anything about it last night so that I could look at all of it here right now. And here we're starting off with the first picture. You can see the front fascia is a little bit redesigned, but besides that, it's looking pretty much the same so far, but we'll see. They're saying that it has a lot of subtle tweaks because it's been out for 15 years, um, but most of the changes are coming on the Nismo version, which, yeah, I guess. Here we see another interesting green colorway. That first one, like the gray, I like the gray color. Here it has like a black hood. Um, it's like a gray with a blue, a little bit of blue in it. It's all right. I like it. I would have probably loved it a couple years ago. This green color. So like, I don't know why, but this green color right here, because I think, I think they also had this one at the event. It reminds me of an older, of the original. Like, okay, so when the R35 came out, they had this orange color. And it kind of reminds me of that for some reason. I don't really know why. It's just a finish, I guess. Let me look now. Let me look at them side by side. Eh. I don't know. This is tough. Because I love the R35, but I just think it looked better on this last, on the last facelift, the 2017 and up facelift. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So they're saying we got a new T-Spec model, which is this one right here. Millennium Jade is the colorway. Um, it has the same drag coefficient. Um... The Nismo one here, you can see, has some other stuff. It's got a wing in the back, which I don't really like, but it's not terrible. This diffuser down here, side skirts, front lip. They're saying it's canards up here, which is like, yeah, but it's okay. 8-inch um, Nissan Connect infotainment system. Like, 
this interior is so old. And it's like, come on, y'all. It's got CarPlay, Series XM, yeah, yeah. We don't really care about that. 20-inch raised wheels, which is interesting. Uh, Bilstein shock absorbers, which is cool. New Napa leather seats. Uh, I mean, I like it. It's okay. Two special colors. The Millennium Jade we just saw. And then Midnight Purple, which is interesting. Midnight Purple was like the most famous colorway of the R34. I hope they have pictures of it. Same engine, same power, 565 and 467. Six-speed dual clutch. Nismo has 600 horsepower and 481 pound-feet of torque. Bigger brakes. And they haven't said anything about pricing. Right now it's 115 $115,435 for the premium model and $212,000 for the Nismo. So I don't know. It's not worth it, I don't think. I love the GTR, but I just don't think this I don't think this refresh is worth it to be completely honest. I want to like it. But like the other one looked better. The the 2017 facelift looked so much better. It looks so much more aggressive. So much more aggressive. I don't know. It's... And the wing, I just hate it. I do like the... Right here on the fender, the vents right here. That's cool. And I want to see that midnight purple color. Because that could make it look really cool. But yeah. New update, but not too much. Hopefully, we can get a new R36 or something soon. Because I'm tired of it, even though I love the car. It's a great car. Next up, we have an interesting story. Mercedes is going to start using the EQ branding on its EVs. They're going to have an all-new branding which is interesting because when they have only electric they're not going to need that branding on there if that makes sense so like the EQS is what they use to distinguish it for example from the other cars of its class that aren't electric um, but it says they're going to switch the branding it'll probably just be like, oh, here we have the electric S class and the electric C class, and then it's not going to matter. And they'll probably just be able to go back to their same naming scheme that they've been using. I just thought that was a little interesting tidbit. I mean, stuff like that that we don't really think about when we're doing the transition from, I mean, the transition to all electric lineups from these automakers. They're going to have some random. Things like this that occur, changes that you necessarily didn't really think of when you had gas and electric cars that you're selling. Next, we got an update on the Jeep, Jeep Cherokee, if I can speak correctly. They are doing a refresh to it. They're changing some stuff, and they've taken away a lot of stuff. So, now on the Jeep Cherokee... There is the biggest change is there's only 
one engine option, which two years ago there were three engine options, which is crazy. There are only two trims available, the Altitude Lux and the Trailhawk, both of which are 4x4. Um, Cherokee X and Limited are gone. Just more information about those. Like I said, the engines, only one engine per trim. Oh, okay, that's how it's different. Never mind. There are two engines, but it's only one for each trim. So the Altitude Lux gets a NA 2.4 liter, four-cylinder, 180 horsepower, and 171 pound-feet of torque. Trailhawk gets a turbo 2-liter four-cylinder, making 270 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque. So it's, like, way better than the Altitude Lux. Um, Both have the ZF-sourced 9-speed automatic, and the V6 is gone, basically, is what they're saying. Which is probably not terrible. That's a pretty hefty figure for the um, Trailhawk with that turbo four-cylinder, 270 horsepower. That's pretty nice. Uh, I like this blue color a lot. I love, like, these nice blue colors. I said the other day that blue, I think, is going to be the next big color in automotive paint. Um, And something like that might be the direction it kind of goes in they've got silver white diamond black crystal don't really know what that means granite crystal hydro blue which i assume is that color slate blue oh i don't know it might be slate blue sting gray and velvet red and then only black interior um but they are ending production on this cherokee soon anyway so they had a 55% decrease in 2022, which is insane. Yeah, I think they have a lot of potential with the next-gen Cherokee if they bring that to the table to bring the Cherokee back to its former glory. <clears throat> Next up, we got a cool EV story with the Volkswagen ID Buzz GTX performance van which is a mouthful, but it's really cool. So ID Buzz is a van, electric van, that Volkswagen is making. They announced it last year in 2022. Um, It hasn't come to the United States yet. I'm not sure when it's coming. To be completely honest, I don't know. It doesn't really say. But, we have the ID4 SUV right now, so it shouldn't be too long. Um, And they're using GTX for the sporty versions of these new electric vehicles, I'm assuming. Um, So here we have an upgrade to the regular ID Buzz with this high-performance version. So 335 horsepower, which is pretty nice, is the main thing. And they haven't really said a lot about it, to be honest. They just said we're getting this high-performance version. But they're saying that's for Europe. In the United States, we're only getting one version, while there's multiple versions that other markets are getting. We're getting a long wheelbase version. 
with three rows of seats, um, and it'll have 295 horsepower and 339 pound-feet of torque. And to be honest, I don't think we'll be missing out much on this GTX performance version because it's only about 40 more horsepower, which is which is a decent amount, but how much is that really going to change for you as a normal driver? So I'm pretty sure we're not getting this panel van version and we're just getting this more like long wheelbase, actual van, like people hauler type of deal. But we'll hear more soon. They're saying 2025. We'll see. Who knows, to be honest. Next up, I thought this was really interesting. Aston Martin will be 110 years old this Sunday. So in two days from now, which is crazy. And they're going to make a special model for it, which is really cool. They said, the brand's historic anniversary is to be celebrated through the launch of a new, strictly limited, exclusive Aston Martin model to be unveiled later this year. Which is crazy. In this release, this is the Valkyrie. Um, so some are speculating that it will be a special edition of that. Some are saying it might be a new model, brand new model. Um... They're saying it'll start with the letter V. So, who knows? Who knows? Um, I love Aston Martin. I love the Vantage. It's one of my favorite cars, to be honest. Underrated. But it's super expensive, so, like, I'm never going to own one. So, yeah. But I think that'll be cool. We'll definitely try to stay updated on that and see when they reveal that finally. Could happen on Sunday, I guess, but they said later this year, so I doubt it. It'll probably be in a few months. And lastly, we got a crazy story here. Crazy looking story here. Two-door Lamborghini Urus. What in the world? So this is being made um, Masonry is the company making this. A two-door version of the Urus. Um, they're saying that they're tuning it up to 900 horsepower, 811 pound-feet of torque, 0 to 62 in 2.9 seconds. So I think we should look at the pictures. If you're listening to this on podcast, you have to check this out because it's insane looking. It's crazy angular, huge diffuser in the rear, cool looking wing, crazy looking wheels. It's insane. Forged carbon hood and front end, it kind of looks like. Some canards, splitter, side skirts. The color, okay, we'll get to that color in a second. Outside color, crazy. It has a lot of forged carbon, but then it has this blue-purple kind of like color-shifting look, I guess. The wheels are similar color, it looks like. The inside is all light blue. Which is weird. But it's a crazy two-door Urus, so why not? Crazy interior. With a lot of this pattern going on here that you can see. 
the pictures are crazy that they have of this. Thunderbirds. I can't tell what this thing is up front. If it's like a camera or something. I don't know. It looks insane. We need this. We need them to make this. They're saying it's a one of one. It looks so nice. It's so well done. Crazy lights in the ceiling. Crazy seats. And it has rear seats. Sorry. Forged carbon on the engine cover. This thing's insane. You have to check this out if you're not looking at this. I can't imagine how expensive this is, do they say? In here? Uh, no. No. No details on how much this is. It's a 101. I don't know who is going to buy this, but it's insane. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's crazy. How much do you think this costs? Let me know. Let me know. But that's going to wrap it up for today. I will see you all next week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. And I'll see you in the next one.